chaos is everywhere. Hey, buddy what a biznatch well how's it going since i last talked to you so long ago it's been it's been a crazy time crazy time it's been a long I time i know i can't imagine well i guess i should say hello to everybody else hey everybody else welcome to chaos found frontier i'm your host jonathan gilchrist that guy over there he once got in trouble for calling his teacher hotcakes that's uh mr our device yeah yeah get it get it what's up baby <laughs> I was thinking about how much I love this joke. I don't know if I, I think I told you, but everybody that listens to every episode that we do, which is most of our listeners, of course, mm -hmm. they know what I'm getting all these intros for you for. You don't know, but DJ Madman does know. And so does everybody that listens to all of our episodes. So I just, I find that fun for myself. Okay. Um, <laughs> it's a running joke for us that we laugh at you that you do not understand where I'm getting. That's fine. Anyway, uh, we're watching season two, episode 14, which is Alliances. I want to yeah. say right up that I got a little ahead of myself last week. Next week is called Threshold, which is the that episode that I mentioned, which is like one of the worst in all of Star Trek history that people hate vehemently. So that's what to look for next week. This one is not that. And I think we have one more Voyager before we're caught back up with Deep Space Nine after that. Um, but for right now, we've got Alliances. Are uh, you all set to go? I maybe. All right. And we can play in three, two, one, play. Uh. And we'll see what happens because I didn't really do much research. I've been doing other stuff today. So I did find out one general piece of trivia that I'll drop on you in just a minute after we stop oh, this battle. Snap. Yeah, drop it like it's hot. What? Drop it like it's hot. What? Not as bad as they hurt us. Why you gotta be so dramatic, Tom? You know what? But ducks fly together. Ducks fly together. <laughs> it's kind of the theme of the episode is ducks fly together. I can see that. He's hurt pretty bad. No, he's dead. I, I can see it from here. He's dead. <laughs> He's hurt pretty bad. Uh, he's, no, no, he's, he's actually just dead. I tell you, he did. He did. I mean, the guys laid here with blood coming out of him and his eyes are open. So I, I don't know if that's something. Yeah, but will he about. make it? He's fine. Um, one thing that I did see today that was really funny, because uh, I knew it was a thing, but they kind of let it go at a certain point. Mm -hmm. Um. When you watch the pilot, there's they talk about how they have a full complement of photon torpedoes. So I think it's like 30-something. But then Janeway very specifically says, but no way to replace them when they're gone. So I saw uh, a video that counted every photon torpedo Voyager ever fires. Yeah. And there was like at negative 85. Jesus, of course. <laughs> oh. It would have been an interesting thing if they'd actually stuck to that, but clearly they just got to a point where they're like, if they even remembered, like, yeah, that's too fucking hard to have to explain where they're yeah. getting all the photons from. Well, you didn't do a form this time, so. I'm sorry, Captain. I say you, he did. No! Not Vendara or Vendera, whatever the fuck. <laughs> that character we've grown to love throughout the years. I mean, I already did one last week. Maybe it's your turn to plan one. <laughs> no, no, I'm I'm far, far too busy. We need to start looking for alliances. You mean? Alliances? Yeah. Well, That's I've right. decided that I'm going to take over now, and I will be the captain now. Woo! Party. Look at me, Catherine. I am the captain now. 
I am the captain. <laughs> He's not wrong, by the way. Like, they are in a completely non-Starfleet situation. Yeah. Sound like anybody you know? I love how she said out of hailing range, like, we'll be back in like two weeks. No, you're about 70 fucking years from help. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'm so surprised. You of all people would question Starfleet. When did that come up? When did, yeah. It's like I don't even know you anymore. Okay. Here we go. This is Star Trek. And this episode aired January 22nd, 1996. So I think it's February 5th is the day we're shooting for. So that's why it's another couple weeks of Voyager. Woo! 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 Back in this era of Star Trek, for at least the next couple weeks, um, I looked at the, the dates and times of the rest of the episodes. For a while, they aired Voyager and Deep Space Nine on the same night, so it would have been a good time to be a Trekkie unless they were at the same time, which would be weird. Oh, I bet they were. <laughs> I forget where DS9 originally aired, because I know um, the, uh, Voyager was UPN. It was like one of their flagship shows right. when it first launched, but I can't remember where DS9 was airing at the time. I think it was Fox, but I'm not positive. It was only because I used to watch the reruns on Fox they thought was mm. there, but it might have been a different network. Oh, I thought my thing froze. So while we're uh, going through our wonderful memorial service for Kurt, whatever his name is, uh, Kurt Cobain, if you will, the uh, little piece of general trivia that I learned this week, which I can't believe is real, is that Tuvok our dear, dear Tuvok, is in the movie Spaceballs. He is? <laughs> he definitely is. And I guarantee you, you'll remember who he is when I tell you who he is. Tuvok is the trooper that when they are combing the desert... Oh, says, we ain't found shit. We ain't found shit, yep. That's awesome. <laughs> so clearly that means Spaceballs also happens in the Voyager timeline. Somewhere along the mm-hmm. line, Tuvok. Somewhere along the line. I like it. Also, uh, that might make Tuvok an asshole because most of the people working for Lord Helmet were <laughs> Yeah, Bolana, he'll miss him. You did shit to save his life. Really important when you fire off a coffin that you have enough momentum to really get that coffin away from the ship. Yep. Yeah, I'd like to know what you have to say about that. Yeah. It's all right, Tuvok. Speak (laughs) like down, Tuvok. I get, like, she wouldn't be Janeway if she didn't sway this, but I feel like a lot of other Starfleet captains would. Yeah. In fact, we may or may not meet one that does later, not spoiling anything. <laughs> and I will put you right in the middle of the fucking explosion. Right? <laughs> I will sacrifice each and every one of you. 
Well, that was a very calm and cool discussion. Right. Yeah, this is a democracy, fucking Chakotay. I am the captain now. We stop quoting Captain Phillips. Nobody saw that movie but you. I believe if you could contact Starfleet, they'd be like, fuck yeah, what the fuck do we care if they have replicators? Like, we're over here in this part of the galaxy. <laughs> By the time we get over there, we'll have better technology. Yeah. I don't understand the that... problem. Whoa. Or two, maybe three. So, yeah, the whole point of the episode, if you can't tell by the title Alliance, that Jakotay is proposing, not because like the Kazon are fragmented, as we know, so to, right. to try and make an alliance with some of the bigger groups so that they have protection. I think what he's proposing at this point isn't technology. It's um, a mutual uh, defense type thing where like, yeah. if they were in the area, they would come and help. Oh, good. Go to the master of flexibility, Tuvok. Sometimes Tuvok can surprise you. Remember when he tried to sell that library for that technology? Yeah. <laughs> That's fair. Also, just like casually saying, uh, you never visit me. Why are you here? Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand. We hate each other. I never said I hated you. Oh, I just Whoops. thought it was implied. Also, you don't get yourself stranded 70,000 light years from Starfleet. <laughs> oh my god, this must have um, <laughs> something to it if both Chuvak and Jakoti are saying it's a good idea. Right. If it was just Jakoti, I wouldn't listen to him because God knows you can't trust him. He's my key. However, if, if you're getting from both, says it's okay. If you're getting from both Chuvak and Jakote, that means yeah. something must be right about it. Yep. I do like the direct comparison that Tuvok just made to the Klingons. Like, um, yeah, the Klingons were pretty much bastards at one point too, but we got an alliance going with them. Yeah. It's not wrong. But what if we just wipe out the other parts of the case? I'm hear me out. Just uh -huh. a tiny bit of genocide, and then doesn't matter. That's fine. You'd be out of there by then. So right. I did it mostly so I could play God. That's how I get my <laughs> job.
Harry, for the love of God, why are you? <laughs> like, you're still goddamn it. Why are you so tight about this? Right? They basically let you have that seat because they need to fill the seats. Don't you understand? If you know what I mean, favors. Yeah, right. (laughs) Who else is surprised that Neelix has a shady connection to homage of the Kazons? Right. I'm sorry, Commander, but I know she raped you and whatnot, but we don't have to. (laughs) You think maybe just a little bit, Janeway? I'll be the one to make contact. I mean, at least she was like, sensitive enough to know how bad that would be for Chakotay to have to talk to Seska. Yeah, that's fair. First thing she says, hello, Chakotay, have any other babies lately? (laughs) What? No, no. He's still going to be there, so. Yes, because they don't usually lie, unlike Seska. (laughs) Right. Well, that made me feel dirty. Right. Sultry jazz music playing. The sultriest of jazz. If we're ever doing this show, this is just a small, like, um, tweak I would make just for like a Star Wars Easter egg, I would have made them like pull up to a desert planet so like people could say, oh, it's Tatooine. (laughs) Also, Neelix is the most awkward person to walk into a strip club I've ever seen in my life. It's only slightly awkward. Who the hell goes in and goes, yeah, look at her, right, guys? Right, I like female women, too. Yeah. Oh, actually, I've I've known people like that. Never mind. (laughs) You know, whatever you're doing. I mean, I guess it's a way to keep the pervier guys from trying to hit on you. Yeah. (sighs) Yeah, you got to hear me out first. I am what they call a chef. (laughs) That girl said she was 18 years old. (laughs) Go off. I mean, on, on. 
a possible alliance. Uh oh. Hey, look, it's those guy, that girl's brother. Oh, so much for that. Wait, what if I move the rod there? <laughs> Uh-oh. You could look less disgusted as you say that sentence, right? by the way. <laughs> One other detail. Rut row, Captain. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, no. We'll just have a case on here, case on there. Remember that one case on the came on the ship and wait, did that happen yet? Never mind. That's later. There, there, there's a later incident that shows you why that's a bad idea. Oh snap! Uh -oh. Yeah, Seska. Yeah, someone seems to have forgotten who's in charge. Uh-oh. You hit it so well. I had right? no idea you didn't want this lights. News to me. <laughs> I'm not saying it's like 100% necessary, but it always seems weird to me in Star Trek when any species can have that kind of like gender inequality and somehow still figure out warp technology. Like, I just feel like that's something that you should have to have figured out before you get to the point where you can actually go about the stars and shit. Yeah. But the Ferengi did I mean, they it. Do the very things, did it. So it just feels one's like a... one's like technological. The other one's cultural. So that's true. So they don't, they're not, they don't go hand in hand like at all. I'm probably just judging from the fact that I'm thinking of Starfleet basically. Yeah, probably. Row, row. Although this episode does kind of teach us how the Kazon got their technology, and it's different than a lot of other species. So, mm, I bet. Huh. I, I think I just got some ketchup. I'm sure they're Ooh. fine. Yeah, they're fine. <clears throat> I'm sure the other five are okay, though. I'm, I'm, I'm worried about your governing council. I don't feel like a good way to know something's secure. Just put two guards at the front of right. it. Help is on the way, Neelix. Retro. Oh, I just got a really bad feeling of... Oh, never mind. I don't think that'll actually happen. I don't think he'd Wait. be allowed to back on the ship. 
What? I had an idea of how Neelix would get uh, an alliance with the uh, Kazon. Yeah, I'm just curious why it is, but that's not where we're going with it. No, I know. So my thought was, oh, I wonder, now that they asked him that to like help them, I was like, oh, I wonder if he'll like betray them. And in return, the Kazon will like formally ally with the, the uh, Starfleet. But then I was yeah. just like, oh, wait, that won't happen. Because if he did that, they would, he wouldn't be allowed back on the ship. Yeah, Janeway's willing to forgive a lot, but I feel like that would be yeah, too much. Yeah, exactly. No, that'd be way too much. I mean, for the love of God, she's a Cardassian agent that killed people. Blano, when you uh, when you're loyal, you're loyal hard, aren't you? Yeah, right. I can't imagine like how many ever months ago you seen this on Janeway's side. Some of the children are too weak to run. We'll have to carry them. I was going to say, we're going to have to leave them. Yeah, right? Maybe we could throw them at some of the guards. Oh, yeah. Well, we could use another. We could use another pair of strong arms. Well, you might want to find somebody else then. Uh, seriously, I, I've been in space too long. I can't even lift like a water jug. Yeah. I I can't emphasize enough. I am not useful. As the guard, he should probably be worried that the prisoners seem to be packing. Right. Oh, no. Whatever could be happening. What? That was clearly a grenade. How right? stupid of a soldier Jesus do you have? Jesus Christ. <laughs> now I'm wondering how they've gotten as far as they have. Well, he wasn't the best uh, Maj that they've had. so Or whatever the name is. I forget because I, we learned that in the I car. Bodyguard. Well, you know how like they have to earn their name? Yeah. Like, so he must have at least one name to be a guard. So, oh, okay. Yeah. Like, literally, he only, he barely got his name. Like, it was, it, yeah. he kind of tripped into it, literally. Oh, my God. Red alert. Fire at the head ship. Shouldn't we, like, try it? No. No. Damn it. I'm sick of this. You want to do things not Starfleet. It's blazing glory. Starfleet. Kill everything. I always knew you'd betray us, Neelix. So I will, for anybody that's not watching along, I'll just give the highlights of it. Basically, the Kazon and the Trabe, the species that Neelix met that were prisoners, once lived on the same planet. The Trabe were the higher um, people on the planet. Like, they were the, the richer part. They had the technology, and the Kazon were kind of a servant class, basically second-class citizens. But there were more Kazon. Eventually, they led a rebellion, and they forced the Trabe off their own planet, stole all their ships, and that's where the Kazon got all the technology. But soon after they did all that, they broke apart in fighting because they didn't have that common enemy anymore. Yeah. He goes into it in better detail, but that's basically the idea. 
What? You're saying these guys are pretty shitty too, honestly. Yeah. You're saying that oppressing an entire class of people had negative outcomes for your city? (laughs) What? Not, well, not really. I mean... Janeway pouring it on. Yeah, and every time the trade try to settle somewhere, the Kazons yeah. show up and attack them. Because the one thing all the Kazon hate is still the trade. Yep. I feel like that kind of hatred, asked the Irish, doesn't go away very quickly. Yeah, he, I, he said 30 years, but realistically, like, it's not a long time at all. Yeah, that's not even like one lifetime. There are still plenty of people on both sides that remember what was going on. The guy literally just said he still remembers it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh, Shaggy. So not Hogan, but the other guy that's always kind of been in the background with Hogan is now contacting the Kazon. Yeah. Trying to talk to Seska um, behind everybody's back. And that'll in no way have dire consequences for later. I don't even know why I said that. I mean, it's not like that sort of thing hasn't happened before. It's pretty quick, by the way, to assume that they've learned their lesson. Right? No, we're like really sorry now. I don't know why the case on one. Really, really sorry. (laughs) Oh. By the way, absolutely no allegory here for anything that's happening in modern America in any way, shape, or form. No, not even a little. What about Seska? Seska's our best friend. We love Seska. I don't know if you heard, Captain, but we're having a child. I feel like you're talking yourself into this. Absolutely. One million percent. (laughs) Because there's not a good third option. I feel like you're like, no, no, this makes sense. It's fine. Walk with me. Anywhere. Also, I'm not going to give it away, but there is a twist coming that I don't think you'll see coming. It actually wouldn't be a bad deal for them if they'd be willing to go, like, go to Fall of Voyager. Because yeah. like then you have the whole convoy with Voyager to protect them, but they would just keep going until they were out of Kazon space, basically. Ooh, a more bold plan. That sounds like a bold. good idea. Oh, you said the magic words about stabilizing force in the quadrant. 
Yep. So the Trabe's plan is to basically use the Alliance of Voyager to force the Kazon to the bargaining table. Yeah. All sounds good to me. <laughs> oh, I do love Seska. Like, what the fuck do you mean, Kello? <laughs> of course this happened. You were the idiot. <laughs> Listen, you don't understand. Women's brains are inferior. I don't know how much I have to explain this to you. Oh, yeah, she hasn't. Um, oh, maybe she has. I don't know. It might come later. Later on, she um, does tell Kala that it's Chakotay's baby. Yeah. But he, like the way she spins it, it's that Chakotay like forced himself on her um, while she was under her under his command. Mm. I don't, I don't mind telling that because it's not a huge spoiler, but that's right. kind of the web of lies she spins. Also, you can see if they have any of those little mini quiches at the negotiating table. I really miss those mini quiches. Uh, it's the one thing Neelix made that was palatable. It's too bad you, you guys didn't work out a whole thing because you could have learned a lot from like Lady Macbeth. There's a lot of Earth literature that might have told you to be worried about Seska. No, we burned all the books. Oh, snap. Felix, for the love of God, will you for once do your job and get the information we need? Stability. Before it was all about family, it was all about stability. Indeed. I forget exactly, like I was trying to read what they were talking about, but basically there's a chance that one of the Kazon are going to attack the Peace Summit. I finally went with round. Oh, no, triangle. (laughs) Honestly, round makes more sense. Like any other shape has a weird power dynamic to it. Yeah. Also, um, thanks for choosing the Holiday Inn for your uh, meeting. Do you guys need any more coffee? Donuts? Mm. We're fine. Thank you. Leave us alone. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. Neelix strikes me as a Cartman. The Honorable Right Judge Hukalakatiki. <laughs> I think I read like a little bit of the research I did. I think that every time one of them walked in, there was like trumpets and fanfare, but that had to be removed for some reason in like re <laughs> remakings. Huh? Really? Yeah, 
It was weird. It was a weird little tidbit that didn't make much sense, but this has to be the scene they were talking about because like yeah. that's the whole point of an entrance like that. Perhaps. Or perhaps I'll stab you in the chest. <laughs> ah. Did it. Listen here, Kazon, dude. You're no Dukat, okay? <laughs> That's true. Nowhere near as cool. Peace. <laughs> it does feel like that's what they're kind of trying to go for with this guy, though. Mm-hmm. It's like Dukat light. A little bit, yeah. Like that's part of the reason that I'm glad that they got to move away from the Kazon as the big bad because they never really felt completely flushed out as their own thing. Yeah. They were either Klingon light or kind of Cardassian light and yeah. I was just getting a drink of matcha tea is what that looks like. Whatever that weird green drink is, people drink now. Oh, very poor choice words. Listen, we said we were super, super sorry about that. God. I even laid on a on a bear rug butt naked while going, sorry. <laughs> like the So sorry. The, the minute you kicked us off our planet, we put we sent a message that we apologized and sent you a fruit basket. What more can we do? You've got the fruit basket, right? Like we put the best mangoes in it. It was a nice roof basket, let's be honest. I mean, not really the quadrant, more like this section of the quadrant. Ah, yes, I forgot. She doesn't have a penis. Very true. Neelix is right there. Why would you right? say Why would about you talk him? about him like that? <laughs> Please enjoy the food. Um, we're just going to have a conversation over here. You know, over over yonder. Over here. <laughs> uh, oh, there's slight earthquakes on this planet. Over here. <laughs> Oh my, a goad. It's not like they're going to listen to a woman. Right. Oh my God, who could have ever foreseen this? Right. Actually, they do do a pretty good job. I was, I was, I was heavily foreshadowing what was going to come, but the episode itself doesn't do a good job of making them um, seem like they're legit. Yeah. <laughs> Chicote just to save them a lot of headaches for later. Like, oops, accidentally fired one more torpedo in that building. <laughs> right. Oh my, uh, I am so sorry. My finger slipped. I mean... I had hoped it would have worked. I let you talk for all five whole minutes about peace. I feel so betrayed. I've known you for all of 24 right. hours. I mean, that's also true. She ha- she does have no idea. 
Yeah, I feel like before you try that kind of alliance, you really should know everything about the people you're trying to ally with. Right. I mean, no, that's not going to help you. I mean, from a moral standpoint, you're right, but it's not going to help you not to make a deal with them at this point. Yep. It is funny um, just thinking about where this goes without telling you the whole details. There is a point later where they do form an alliance with the fucking Borg for a while. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's interesting how they keep forming alliances throughout the show with really bad allies. We're in good shape. We have plenty of yellow root. Everyone's favorite. I'll be putting in all the food. Good. I want to move our asses out of this section of space as uh, fast as goddamn possible. Oh, Jesus. I hope there's a lesson here for all of us. I was right, and you were Especially all Especially everyone except me. <laughs> I really don't know how else to put it other than nan nana poo poo. Yeah, no. Clearly, I was 100% right the whole time, and we should not have been looking for alliances. Yep. We should stay alone by ourselves. We'll get out of here eventually. We're like and, two weeks away. And, st and stick to our Federation ideals yep. no matter what. The more rigid we are, the better off we'll be. Absolutely. Uh, Flexibility just means makes it easier to die. All right, and there's alliances. So, what did you think of the episode overall? Uh, honestly, funny without it, it without it trying to be funny. Yeah, like that ending was just hilarious to me. I think what we've <laughs> learned from this is that <laughs> we have to be even more rigid, basically. Pretty much, like I was completely right, and I can't stress that enough. Yeah, that's basically what that speech boiled yeah. down to. Uh, Commander, right. you really weren't right. No, no, no. I was right. So, so uh, next week, uh, like I said, threshold. Um, without telling you exactly what happens and why it's so controversial, the basic um, premise of the episode is Tom Paris uh, starts an experiment to go faster than warp nine and reach warp ten. Mm -hmm. um, in Star Trek, there it, it kind of fluctuates a little bit, but in Star Trek. Warp 10 is basically the same as like the light speed barrier is for us. It's not supposed to be possible, but he thinks he's figured out a way to do it. Ah. So, and weird things happen, and we'll talk about when we see it. Uh, let's see. <laughs> kind of. Um, yeah, that's this, what I figured. <laughs> this Wednesday, we'll be doing Chaos Inside. I just watched the most recent episode of Rampage, so I'm all set. Um, I, I really did enjoy the uh, Street Honestly, Fighter. Honestly, I don't know how we're going to get to AEW news with what's been going on. Uh, I'm like, we can, well, this will probably be the last time I want to talk about WWE for a while. We'll definitely talk about what happened. We have to. Like, but, there's, like, I, just because, no offense, just because yeah. you don't want to talk about it doesn't mean we yeah. can't. Like, it is no. the biggest news in wrestling. We no, have to I, talk about it. I think what we'll do is we'll definitely talk about, we'll deep dive what we think about it. But I think until whatever's going to fucking happen with that happens, I'm good with just being like, fuck it. Cause I don't, I want to deal with it until whatever kind of sale goes through, goes through. Um, oh, oh man. But we'll definitely talk about our thoughts and feelings. Sweet. And weird stuff. Jesus. All I want to say is in the words of, uh, commander Janeway, Nana, Nana, poo, poo. I was <laughs> right. Stick your head in doo-doo. And then, right. uh, then uh, DJ Madman and myself actually had some time to record. So on Thursday will be the next episode of The Good Place, which is an episode called um, No One Like Me as a Member. It's uh, basically an episode that deals with Eleanor's um, hatred of relying on other people. Like anytime she feels like somebody's trying to make her part of a team, she runs away. So we kind of discuss that 
defense mechanism of always depending on yourself and distancing yourself from people to the nth degree and the philosophy behind that. And the right I thing to do all the time always. You should always do that. And I got a little personal about my past because I've definitely done that for multiple years of my life. Um, then on Friday, just because I realized that the 94 Royal Rumble also happens to have the 94 casket match with The Undertaker uh, going to heaven... <laughs> Um, I sat down with him and we watched that. So it's Ooh. actually a companion piece to the episode that just aired on Friday, which was the Royal Rumble match. Um, it was a lot of fun. I really love that match. It's one of those things that was like the thing that sort of shaped why I, the stuff I love about wrestling, everything like the Bray Wyatt's, the Abaddon's, all that weird supernatural shit. That's yeah. sort of the first one that like hit me like, Oh, I like this part of wrestling. So that's why I wanted to watch it. Um, I think that's about it. Next week will be our next episode of Voyager, like I said. And we're going to be doing another Chaos, um, Royal Chaos, where we do a random Royal Rumble besides the ones we've already done. So we'll see which match we end up watching. Uh, yeah. I think we're coming close. I don't know if we're still going to do a prediction show for the Rumble itself this year. But if we do, we'll let you know next week because we're getting close to that one way or the other. We are indeed. Um, but yeah, I think that's everything. Um, I haven't done any of the other stuff that you like to do, so do you want to do any of the begging? Uh, please. I don't... I don't want to be sold off to the Saudis. Please. <laughs> please. Oh, I will say, if that ends up being the thing, I am done with WWE. If that, if, like, I would I, hope so. That's it. That like I'm already discussed that Vince is back, let alone that. Um, we'll, have, we'll a, be able to talk plenty about it tomorrow. There's also new talk about a certain Khan family trying to buy the WWE. Yeah. <laughs> oh fucking wrestling! All right, yeah, we'll talk about we are, that. On- we are only two weeks into the new year, sir. <laughs> two a, weeks. It's a fucking new year indeed. All right, have a good week, everybody. Uh, follow us on TikTok at Chaos Pod Show, or you can follow the show Chaos Everywhere on Facebook. Um, you can also write the show with any questions, comments, concerns, or suggestions, or things you'd like us to cover at chaospodshow at gmail.com. And, uh, yeah, that's about it. I hope everybody has a good week, and uh, we'll see you Wednesday. It's a new year. Yes, it is. <laughs> good one. <laughs>